Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's most prominent media, we'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to another Experts Podcast. We've been a little bit missing of late. If you've been regularly jumping in, last week we didn't get one out, Lani Hilkawani. Jumping in? Well, if you've been jumping into the Experts Podcast. Oh, jumping. I thought you said jumping. Jumping. Jumping at the bit. Yes. Champing. Well, welcome back, Nick Hayes. Gee, it has been a little while. Out of practice, out of practice, Lana. Yes. Back hey, into it. Yeah, we have. And we've got a ripper. We've got a ripper today. We do. But before we do... I need to do a little quick shout out to one of our listeners, Esme. Esme, if you're listening, thank you very much for tuning into the Experts Podcast. Uh, sent in uh, a colleague of hers sent in, let us know that uh, she's a big listener oh, of the Experts Podcast. That's lovely. Hello, Esme. He loves your laughter, apparently. Oh uh, no, really? Yes. <laughs> Goodness, I have to pay her for that comment later. <laughs> that that might be made up. Hey, we do have a ripping one here for us. Um, we've got a bit of uh, a radio, TV kind of guy, a, a guy that absolutely is uh, enthused and consumed by media. His name's Ryan Rampling. You'll know him if you know him in Perth, but uh, if you're around Perth. But uh, Ryan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Nick and Lana. Great to be here. I want to start off the podcast just telling you this. One of the You have been very influential on my social media paths. Did you know that? Oh, I wasn't aware of this. Okay. This so is a cute story, actually. It is, and I told Lana this last week. Yeah. I said when we were booking, I said, Ryan Rampling, on his Twitter handle... He has the first line, dad first. And I, and this is going back 12, 13, 14 years ago, whenever Twitter was up and about and still is up and about, I went, oh, God, I love that line. I'm stealing it. And I put it up on mine and I just, I love that line. <laughs> I am a dad first before I'm anything. That is what you are, aren't you? Well, it kind of sets the standard, doesn't it, of, yeah. of who you are, what's important to you from the get-go. And, um, yeah, I've, I've had that. I haven't changed that along with my avatar um, that hasn't changed. Um, my, my love for social media has, has waned and gone through ebbs and flows over the years, as I'm sure everyone does. But I, I'm glad you took that away and I hope it served you well. No, it has. It definitely has. Uh, let's kick straight into you because probably a lot of people won't know who you are, but a lot of people in media know who you are because you're always the man behind the scenes, the producer, uh, whether it be radio television and television's your new gig tell us a little bit what you're doing now yeah it's my new old gig in a sense yeah, it is, um it? so it's a program called flashpoint i'm the executive producer for that on channel seven monday nights and uh it, it came about while i was out of media which was really interesting when i got a phone call from ray kuka the news director at seven and uh, I, I didn't think i was ready to jump back into the world of tv and uh when we went through what the show is I love the fact that it was innovative. It was something new for WA, for the yep. Perth market. It's the only local TV current affairs type program. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's a half an hour show, so we can deal with some meaty topics. We can get stuck in. We can plan. We can, you know, do some long form interviews. It's not a 10 second news grab that yeah. I've kind of been used to from my former TV days as a chief of staff. So um, that excited me and it, and it meant telling stories you know, getting into issues that I feel and we feel as a team matter to the people of WA because that's all we're looking to serve. It goes on the 7 Plus app and all that nationally, but 
it's for the WA audience. Um, so, yeah, that was super exciting to get involved. Been there three months and loving it. Three months, already making an impact. Uh, Tim McMillan, good to be back working with the, uh, the young man Fantastic. again. He is a, a natural, natural in front of the TV. He's off air. I don't have to hold his hand. A lot yeah. of the behind-the-scenes stuff that you do in media, you are sometimes holding the hands of your presenter, announcer, whoever it might be helping to make sure they're informed, a bit like a media advisor at a government department, sometimes at a minister's <laughs> office. You've got to make sure they've got the details, the facts, they've done research or you've done the research that you've passed on to them. Tim is a natural. He gets it. He understands. He is interested in issues. Yeah. And he does his own work, his own research. So it's a dream to be with him. Yeah, let's not talk up Tim McMillan too much. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's we, enough, Tim. We know, I, we know I he actually listens to did the show. my media training, Nick Hayes, you back in the too. day with um, Tim McMillan, and he's just such a skilled interviewer, incredible interviewer. He's great to watch. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, awesome. And it, and it is a great little show, as you said. It's it's new. It's innovative. It's the kind of show that. Um, it's really pleasing to see that networks are prepared to spend that kind of money to yeah. do a localized show because we've seen it, haven't we? And you've you've been a totally you've been a veteran of media to a degree, even at your young young age of uh, we won't tell You're being the too audience kind now. Yeah, but, but, you, but you have been around media for a long time. But you know, we, we all we've ever seen is the shrinking of media, yep. not the the growth of it. And and that is that is a very innovative show and and quite the. Um, a gutsy move, if you like. Totally. It's really encouraging um, to see it happening and um, to be involved in it. I actually thought it was, you know, something that might have only been around briefly. And when, yeah. I, when I had a discussion with Seven when we were talking about it, um, you know, this thing, they're, they're serious about it and they're investing good money in it. They're putting good people behind it. Um, and, you know, if, if there's something out there to do, if we need to travel somewhere, we do it. Um, and so far in three months... I haven't had a no yet from a budget point of view, so that's always a good thing. That oh. is a good yeah, thing. That's handy. <laughs> unfortunately, Thank yeah. you, Mr. Cuckoo. For uh, unfortunately, at the Experts Podcast, they only hear no all the time when there's a budgetary <laughs> increase. Um, it's the only word we know. Hey, <laughs> Ryan, let's go back to your radio times. Um, breakfast producer for a very successful breakfast program. Yep. Um, what was that like? Uh, what, <laughs> getting up early. It was uh, it was the perfect job when I didn't have kids. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I I just had I had energy for it. <laughs> had energy, full stop. Every At three a.m. I, I actually rode my bike in often to oh. to, to the three thirty wow. four a.m. shift, and I'm I'm thinking back now, how did I ever do that? But yeah. you know, not having kids well, definitely helped. So yeah. um, and and it was it was a great opportunity because it was you had to be across everything. You, you wanted to wake people up with something that was fun, something that was interesting, and that's a cardin on you, I believe. <laughs> um, but, you know, you had to be across the main issues as well. So I, I, I love my politics. I, lo I love finance. I love all that, those things as well. So you had to have that broad knowledge base mm. um, and then also work out what people want to listen to. And, yeah. and that's what drove it. Obviously, this was talkback. Um, and, you know, you're driven a lot by what's interesting the people out there. And, and you've always got to try to keep your finger on the pulse with what's important to people out in listener world or viewer world in TV. I think a lot of people don't un understand the, the stress too for, from a breakfast radio perspective to every day. There's nothing really set in concrete as far as – you'll have your regular guests, obviously, but yep. – you're always trying to find that new story, trying to find that. Is is that a stress or is that just the, the joy of the job? It, it is a stress, but you 
very early on you realize how to just embrace that and you get so used to it on a mm. daily on a daily basis of i've got to fill that spot it's 50 minutes away what are we going to do you mm. know and and you start going from here's my here's my gold medal down to my silver and you know what it's five minutes away i'm taking the bronze because <laughs> we need to fill that space and so sometimes it's not the the best interview that you want for that morning but as long as you've and i always used to say this to my team as long as we're we're pitching it and we're trying to get the very best on so we aim at the very top and then we'll fall down from there if we have to but um that was the key get go for the best go for the best every day you've got to do that otherwise you it's not worth it. You shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And what kind of, what kind of personality do you have to have to do that kind of role? Because it, it, it's not suited for everyone. You, you mentioned before kids, which is a classic because I think we, we could do just about anything yep. before yeah. kids. <laughs> yeah, really. Exactly. <laughs> Climb yeah, a mountain. <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, definitely. You have to be inquisitive. Yep. I, and I've always said this to people I've worked with or when I was a chief of staff and we had junior reporters, you've, you've got to be inquisitive. And if you're not, you're, yeah. you're probably in the wrong game in media. Sure. You've got to know, and I think I got this from my dad, you know, he was just inquisitive about everything and mm. he'd be asking questions and he'd ask me questions. I'm like, oh, I don't know, I have to go figure that out. Um, and I think that that thirst for knowledge and, and, and being inquisitive, you have to be tenacious. Mm. You have to, t- don't take no for an answer. Just because you get told no one or two times, doesn't always mean it's not going to happen. Yeah. It just means it's not happening right now. Um, and you've got to show someone that you really want that interview and you've got to prove it. You've got to, you've got to kind of convince your, your talent or the person looking after them. Why is this interview a good idea for them? Why mm. should they come on your show as yeah. compared to all the other shows they can do? So, um, yeah, definitely inquisitive, tenacious, um, have a lot of energy, be determined. Um, you know, probably cliched kind of words, but that's definitely what you need, especially in that breakfast environment. It's go, go, go. It's um, a big sell, isn't it? You're absolutely. Selling. Yeah, you're selling all the time. No I mean, doubt about it. And, and Lana Hill, you, you're the great saleswoman going around. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're, you're hearing that, aren't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you have to – sales skills are something you use every day, you know, influencing people, engaging people, um, finding the story, you know, all of those things are really important. So I, I detect a strong love for radio, Ryan. Definitely, do yeah. you still Do you still love it or has TV kind of got your loyalty now? Oh, look, wherever I am – Ray, Ray Cooker's not listening right now. Okay. <laughs> Um, wherever I'm a big believer wherever you are that's where your loyalty is obviously and and you have to commit and believe in that and and go 110% into that so so I'm all in on TV obviously but when when you're still you know you're looking for stories you're listening you're reading you've got to you know have a have a wide variety of um, areas that you go to for for that inspiration for that little idea so I'll listen to radio. I'm massive on podcasts. I, I love podcasts. Um, I only listen to them on 1.5 speed. So uh, it'd be interesting listening back on 1.5. <laughs> it's a time saver. Biggest tip for anyone out there. Yeah. 1.5 speed. Interesting. It feels crazy at the time, but you will learn to love it and you'll get through a lot more a lot more efficiently. That's a very efficient little tip there. See, yep. I, if I've had a few to drink the night before, I, I put it on to half speed <laughs> and it makes so See, much brain, more sense. Your brain's got to be ready I'm for one I'm going to that one. That's a good idea, actually. <laughs> we'll swap those and see how we go. If you've had a couple um, of drink the night before, yeah, whoa, they've speaking. Whoa, yeah, that's yeah, so it's down. normal. Yeah, but, but I do love the, the immediacy of radio. Yeah. You know, that is something that you can't replicate, you know, and, and, and podcasts are fantastic and I, I love it. Um, and I think the West Live are doing a great job 
with their their Good radio call. and podcast. Yeah, you know, we're and you fans. Can, you can listen live. You can catch up as well. And, and Ben's doing a great job in that space. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're doing a very good job. And, and I suppose this is probably as a sort of a media traditionalist where you, you know, one 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 media is a broadcaster radio. One's a, a print TV. You've got to be a bit of everything these days. And yeah, and yeah. that's and that's where Seven West has definitely gone. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and you see it all the time. Even recently, um, you know Ben Harvey, who is uh, an outstanding journalist at the West, been around for a while. Finance policy. He's across. You know, yeah. all, all the big areas. Yeah. Um, and he's jumped into a TV space yeah. in with his up late at night um, after eight o'clock. You know, and and he's he. It's it's again. It's that innovating. It's having a bit of taking a bit of a risk. You know, um, he's definitely got the personality for it. it absolutely, was, it was almost made for him. Absolutely, <laughs> and and the tone that he's delivering it with the the cheekiness, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, it's hard hitting as yeah. well, and and they're picking their topics really well. Yeah. Um, and Nat Bongiorno, who's you know part of that team, uh, they're they're doing a great job. It's early days, um, but it's fantastic. It's I, I think it's must watch, you know. Yeah, Nat Bonchalo does a very good job in that sort of throwing the questions through to him. Totally. And they, they, they make quite the team. Yep. Um, before we move over to from your radio days to then moving into Chief of Staff uh, Channel 9, uh, word just came in from 6PR. They're pleased to announce that they actually still have the same uh, boardroom table in their boardroom. Um, they haven't had to replace one recently. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Very good. Um, well, you've got part of the story right. Oh, okay. um, so th- there was an incident with a boardroom table once. Um, it wasn't the 6PR boardroom table. Was it John Hammond's boardroom table? It, it was, yes. Uh, John... <laughs> John Hammond, uh, well-known legal eagle around town. <laughs> it was his boardroom table. Um, let's just say there was some Friday night drinks. Yep. And uh, things got maybe a little bit out of hand, but out of hand in a very good way. Yep. <laughs> when dancing on tables was a lot more acceptable. Yep. And, um, you know, a, a, per, a colleague of mine and who I, I'm really good mates with now as well, we, we may have broken a boardroom table. Like, <laughs> you know. I'm um, sure. I'm sure. And having John Hammond in the room too, <laughs> occupation, health, and safety was, you know, being adhered to. Yeah, I've got to. I've got to say, Lana, if you're ever going to break a boardroom table, go and do it in John Hammond's office because he'll, he'll probably laugh and compliment you along the way and, repre- is, and represent and you. represent you on the way out the door. Um, um, that's the best story ever. I wish that was how I broke my toe. Now that's <laughs> yes. yeah, yes. much yeah. better. Got to come up with better stories. <laughs> yep. Now I didn't know you have done story. some research. Yeah. This is good. Oh, well, this you know, I've been good. around a little while. Um, so, Ryan, you moved over to Channel Nine. Were yep. you poached, or was it something that, that you you applied for? Yeah, it's it's um it's funny when you when you're producing, um, yeah, boardroom tables are good. Sorry, when, when you're producing, the the logical step from radio back in the day was you'd go and chief of staff at TV. Mm. Um, and so I'd been in the gig for a little while and. Someone said, you should come over and uh, have a chat. And at the time I went over and news director at the time said, oh, we've got this great position and oh, fantastic to get you in the TV. And he did the big sell. And I was really excited. I'm sitting in the, the office on the Sean couch. Sean was it? No, no, we won't, we won't name names. That's fine. Okay. Um, and <laughs> it, it wasn't Sean though. Love right. Sean. Worked with him um, down the track. Anyway, he said, um, great. Can you start um, next week? And I said, well, we haven't even talked about money. And he kind of looked at me. He's like, "But oh yes, oh, yeah, it's a great opportunity." And oh. <laughs> uh, it, it turned out it was about thirty grand less than what I was earning in radio. Wow! And I said, um, "You know, I've, I've just got married. I've just had a kid. Um, 
I can't do that. That's yeah. just, I'd love to, but I can't. So I thought TV, I thought I, after that I walked out and I went, TV's not for me. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until someone else came on board down the track, I think it was a year later, and said, um, hey, would you like this gig? And we worked things out. And then I went there, back to the Dianella days. Nice. And and the the dynamic, I mean, obviously you, you, you cut your teeth there as chief of staff and, and running around. What, again, that news, that search yep. for news, that search for the story. Yep. Fast paced. Yep. Um, so I was used to that, which was great. But my biggest thing, the biggest thing that I had to learn was pictures. I, I, I never had mm-hmm. to worry about pictures. Yeah. And, and my whole headspace was in theatre of the mind, radio. Yeah. You tell the story. Tell the story with your words and, you know, get people on to talk who, who are good at talking. And um, so finding people was fine, but finding stories where you had good pictures, I had to start changing my mindset. Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. interesting. And I think it's something our experts actually could take a lot from, you know, because when we have experts that want to be on TV, but they might not be thinking about the visual component. Totally. It's something that gets forgotten a lot. Yeah. Well, it, it is. I mean, it, it's a 90 second piece, each news item that you're doing, and it depends on the pictures. Yeah, In absolutely. fact, this could be the greatest story going around, but the pictures may not may not meet the standard or may not even um, it may not get over the line just because there, there isn't the pictures available. Absolutely. Um, and, and there were all the old sayings of if it bleeds, it leads, you know, and, you know, <laughs> with, with picture-wise. And um, for a while there, there was the uh, the, the freaks, finance, um, fats, you know, it was that, that old school uh, today, tonight yes. kind of theory of because you could get good pictures and it made good TV. Yeah. Um, so there was there were all those kind of – it was a steep learning curve to, to get into that space. Since COVID's been around, um, the standard, I suppose, of the broadcast, I won't say has dropped off, but we've we've had to be a little bit more adaptable to the, the times and we're doing a lot more Zoom, online interviews. Do you think it'll ever go back to strictly studio slash pristine vision? I think it'll be a combination of the two. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think, um, I, I think media outlets have learned that, you know what, we can probably spare a few dollars. We were probably being a little excessive in some areas, like flying a... Uh, probably flying a crew overseas, you know, a crew of four overseas to do a 10-minute feature interview that's going to cost more than 100K. You've got to mm-hmm. put them up in hotels and fly wow. them and all that. You know, we've, we've seen some pretty good interviews done over Zoom, you know, if you're doing it a high-quality way to save that money. It, it's kind of weighing it up, you know, I think. So I think there'll be a balance. I think, I think the audience is a lot more adapted to it. They've actually got totally. used to the idea of it because they understand, you know, you know, the last thing people want to do is put in, in, each other in danger and, and, and at risk. So yep. it actually has – and, then, and the, the technology has improved. Yep. I mean, let's face it. It's not like you're sitting up there late night doing a Skype call fuzzy sort of thing. Some of these – some of these pieces are really yeah. good TV. Yeah, absolutely. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think sometimes too the best expert or the best commentator doesn't, you know, they're not necessarily in the state where the story is being shot. So sure. I think it's a great opportunity for the people to, yeah, get in there. Well, it's a good message to all our audience. If, if you are, you know, really keen to put your expertise in front of TV, invest in a good camera, invest in, yeah. you know, good background and, uh, and, and a good place to do a cross because yep. it could be the project. It could be 7, 9, 10, ABC, SBS Absolutely. doing a cross with you. And, um, you know, if you make their job a little easier, it's, you know, you're going to get invited to come back. Absolutely. Um, make those little, those little things can make a big difference. And it's one less thing that someone behind the scenes has yeah. to worry about, has to think about and get you to do when you're, you know, potentially coming on for a story. Now, you were talking about pictures. Now, pictures have been, you know, pictures, lovely things for TV. 
But the other word that gets mixed up with it a little bit is pitches, <laughs> as in pitches from PR, pitches yep. from experts, commentators, people that are looking to get in the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a great chat offline around that as to sort of, you know, the way people are pitching to media today. Yep. Do you see – where do you see the media release sitting? Does it still have validity there in the communication space? And the other question I'll throw to you is – What's wrong with people when they pitch? Do they do they get it right? Because you've got a you've got an interesting angle on it. Yeah, I, I think for for the first part, the media release, I think it is still alive if done the right way. Yep. Um, you know, and 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 when I say that, I, it's being as clear and concise and short as possible. I, mm. You know, if you can't say it in a couple of sentences, don't bother saying it. Amen, um, brother. Amen. And I'm a big believer in that. Sometimes I'll still see two pages, and if you attach something. You know, I, I think I think eighty percent of the time we're not clicking on that attachment because no. you're just overloaded. Especially the chief of staffs and producers of shows, you're just so you know you've got so many things that you just want to know what 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 it is. And if you're interested, you'll follow up and yep. you'll make the call. Um, and the little bugbear, I suppose, that you were alluding to there. Um, it's in reference to pitches that the, the relationships and connections, and yep. I think you know people put a lot of time and effort into telling a story, but then you know then half the time not available. Yes, or then they throw an email back at you and say, "Well, can you just send me all the questions and details there?" Yep. I mean, yep. you've seen it all from government departments to big corporates. Yeah, I, I think there's a massive thing at the moment where I am old school. I, yep. I like to pick up the phone. I like to talk to people. Um, sound them out and and explain what I'm thinking about a story. If I'm doing a pitch to try to get you on my show, I want to explain that. And and that could take five minutes. Um, A story we did a little while ago with a a guy who wanted a face transplant, that first chat I had was an hour and 20 minutes to to talk to him and convince him that I cared. And, and I, you know, and so, and so I couldn't do that in an email. Um, So there's kind of the two different pitches, I suppose, if you're a, you know, but if, if you're a, a business making a pitch to media, um, you know, I think if you can get some phone time, just just uh, just, sort of just clarify for the listeners, that wasn't John Travolta that was doing the face transplant, was no, it? Oh, was oh, it? dad it, joke. It, it oh. wasn't. No, no, but <laughs> not the first. That that was the first thing that came up when we talked about it as a team. So oh, really? I'll forgive I'll forgive Nick for that. I'm thinking face. Just yeah. a bunch of dads sitting yeah. around boardroom yeah. table. That's right. So, but um, yeah, I think I think and and everyone's a little bit different. So I'm I'm finding that generational thing where. Some people just want to text with you. Some want yeah. to email. Some are happy to take the phone call and have a chat like we did. So yeah. I, I'm noticing those difference in, differences and you have to adapt to your audience to a degree. But it is a bit of a bugbear if, I, if, if you give everything, you're having a chat and then at the end you get the, oh, yeah, great, sounds great. Can you just put that in an email? Yeah. I'm like, I just spent 20 minutes talking to you about what I want to do. Yeah. Okay. But then I just – that's okay because it, it actually does help in a sense because – then you work out really clearly what you want yeah. and then you can communicate that, sh- in a, again, in as short as possible way to that person. Ryan, why I think you're unique and different to probably most producers out there is that you do invest in the story. You, you, you said it from the outset, I want to explain and I want you on my show, but I want you to understand why I want you on my yep. show and you, you're making all that effort. Do you think other producers do that? Do you think other people in media are as as maybe as dedicated to the uh, same way you do it? I'm sure. I'm sure there's a mix. Yeah, absolutely. I think there are others who who do it that way, and and I and I know plenty of great people who they they invest in it. They they want to learn, you know. And, and the thing I love about media and that inquisitiveness is, I want to find out things I don't know about. So by picking a topic and challenging myself, 
I've got to go figure it out. You know, there was a story on electric cars we did. I had no idea about electric cars. And then all of a sudden I'm like, gee, I might want to buy an electric car because I, <laughs> I was doing all this research on it. And, mm. and that's fun. I, I like doing that and finding out something new. I think some producers are just so time poor that they just want to get it done. Yeah. They just want to get it done. And, and I've seen that as well. And, and you know, and that, nothing wrong with that. They're, they're there. They're, they're trying to get the job done as best they can. And they might have a bit of limited time. So... Yeah. Well, it's Electric Vehicle Day on Thursday, Ryan. So we might even have an EV story there for you. <laughs> nice segue. Well, okay. we, we've already done the story. Oh. You can't do it again in what? the space of you know a month. Oh well, we'll <laughs> no offence. We'll put it. That's we'll the other we'll thing. Just be honest. Be straight up. I'm not doing that story. That's the other thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, and you know Hard what? No. You know what? Yeah. That is as good as a win or a loss for yeah. anyone out there. And I think yeah. um, we've just come off the back of Meet the Media, a series that we do right around the country, and an honesty and you know forthright media telling the people how it is and, yeah. and what it is to be in a story, etc. And um, a lot of people see media as being that big nasty beast because they either don't respond yeah. or they don't get any you know any love back from the from the journo that they seem to put all the time and energy into, yeah. but don't seem to get it. But we forget. You get about 300, 400 odd emails a day. Yeah. You know, you're exactly. You've got, you're busy. Yeah. It's, you, you are pretty time poor. Yeah. So um, don't take offense to that. Keep, keep pushing and, and find your right market. Find, find the right demo, the right audience for your product or for your talent and pitch it to them, you know, and, and do a bit of research first. Learn what they like. What, what kind of stories are they doing and, and find something that's a little unique that, they haven't done and uh, that, that's what I would encourage find what makes you new you know uh, um, a really good news director of you know my, I think it was Sean Menegola actually said back in the day we were talking about so many people talk about negative news why do you keep doing negative yeah. stories and, and I hear it from family and friends all the time and and he had a great analogy he said we don't go to the airport every day and report on planes landing Actually, at the moment, not a lot landing. It'd be nice, it'd be nice <laughs> if a few in, did, actually. In a, in a normal here's a, world. Here's a story for yeah, you next week, mate. That's, that's right. But he'd say, we don't report on them landing. We, we'll report on them crashing because that is new. It's yeah. news. You know, it's the yeah, new in news, which is a bit corny, but it, it's so true. Um, yeah. It, 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 it is so true. And the other side of it, I think a lot of people forget, is that you know your audience. You know who you're broadcasting to, whether it be radio, print, TV, online. And you know what they want. And you know they don't want to hear every plane arriving on time or arriving no. and f- arriving safely. Yeah, They want to hear the things that either have an influence or something that's going to affect their day. Yeah, Or that maybe the world isn't completely okay and all right, yeah. but I need to find out what is going on there. Totally, totally. And um, I think Laurie Oakes put it really well one day when he addressed us uh, back in, in Diane Allardyce. And, uh, and, and he, he said, Sorry, um, really <laughs> <laughs> and this is great for any, any uni students. Uh, and I, I let all younger staff know this as well, that you, you, you work it, you live it and you breathe it, Yeah, you know, and, and you're, you're at a barbecue, you're at, you know, local swimming lessons, a school fate, wherever you are, there could be a story. And it's also how you stay in touch with what's relevant to people and what people like and yeah. what they don't like, you know, talk, you talk to people. You and I, I think been hanging around too much there, Ryan, because that's one of my lines: work it, live it, breathe it. <laughs> yeah, but it, it is yeah. you, the best. Um, you know, uh, media, I suppose, 
because of the fact that it is so taxing on time, energy, and everything that you put in, it's not a normal job. No, you know, you 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 literally, as we saw, we heard Lana on on Wednesday, uh, you got Cyan Doherty from Channel Seven literally picks up her phone. Um, uh, you know, first time she wakes up in the morning, it's the last thing that leaves her hand at night. You know, yeah. consuming news. Yep. You know, Rachel Papazzoni from ABC doing exactly the same yep. thing. It's it's something that they actually admitted, saying that you know if it it's not just a job. This is my life. Yeah, and it's not for everyone, and yeah. and it's not for every partner either. That, you know, because that's not easy. But it, it's finding that balance, and I think you know, as you get older, you do find that that balance, and and um, and you are able to sometimes put the phone down because that's good for you as well. <laughs> um, but you and it's that inquisitive nature. Yeah, you know, you want to know, you want to kind of, you're curious about things. Oh, I love yeah. it. I love it. Um, we are not going to let you go until we get a couple of tips and hints from you. So we, the listeners, will be. Uh, they'll be hanging on every single word from you, Ryan. Um, <laughs> what is best advice to people when they're pitching to, to media? What would you What would you say to do and what not to do? Yeah, I think we touched on them a little bit earlier. Yeah, um, but but I think the, the key is you've got to be you've got to be honest. Yep. Start start with being honest about what you are and what your story is. Yep. And then work out how. How can I best place that and where is the best place for it? Um, and then make the approach. It, it, people in media are just like everyone else, you know. Um, don't be scared of them. Uh, you, you need to be tenacious yep. and you need to be knocking on that door a few times. Don't just take the one no as, oh, they hate me, I'm terrible, no way. Yep. You know, it's just bad timing. At, you know, you might have called it a deadline or you might have, you know, emailed when their show's about to go to air. Mm. So think about those things. Um, when's a good time? Like for me, you wouldn't touch base with me on a Monday because our show's on air on a Monday. But, you know, after that, that's probably a better time. Um, so thinking about those things, uh, I think goes a long way before you make the phone call, put the email in. Yeah, so hopefully that helps a bit little bit. A bit of research, Lana. Oh, research absolutely. always helps. Can I double down on that though? I think a lot of people also wonder about the angle. Have they got the right angle to make a story actually newsworthy and mm. media worthy rather yep. than just a story? What do you? How do you find the angle, Ryan? Uh, the, the angle, you know, uh, obviously in, in news, what is that new part? You yeah. know, what haven't we heard before? Yeah. Um, and, and obviously, like with all the COVID stuff, you know, there's so much out there and it's just, I think people are a little bit it's done to death totally. to, to a degree and it, yeah. and it keeps popping up and, and I understand it's changing. But I think for small businesses or, or talent who are looking to build their profiles and things like that, um, find what's unique. Yeah. Find what's unique and, and that that's where the angle probably comes from. Yeah. Um, and if you're not too sure, just run it by people, you know, and, and talk to those social networks that you have. And if your next door neighbour's bored by you in 30 seconds of what you're talking <laughs> about, there's a good chance that no one – probably cares. Oh, it's mm. a really good you know? point. It came up at Make the Media. It is. You've got to bloody check it first and say, are you the only person that's excited and interested <laughs> <Yes>. in this? <laughs> yep. Chances are you might yep. be. Workshop it Workshop <laughs> it with a few people Not and not just your, your best mates or, you know, best mates who say yes all the time aren't <laughs> the best people, but people that are going to give you honest feedback, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and say, hey, what do you think? Is this, would you watch this? Yeah, and, great and that, tip. And that is a really good tip because even if you're working with a PR company or a communications company that always says yes and is only thinking about the transaction, not necessarily you, the client, or the story, yep. they're, they're putting you at risk. 
Yep. And I, I really want a big call out to those people. And there's some very good PR companies out there that don't do this. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not calling it out for PR companies doing it. But um, there are a lot of yes men and yes women running around. You probably need to hear a few more no's. Correct. And that would help. Yep, definitely. Before I let you go, um, always the always the back man, always the behind the scenes. Never thought about doing the front man, the the the, the lead, the the Tim McMillan, the no. Basil Zemplis type style radio presenter. You know what I learned? I think early on when you go to uni, I think when you study media at uni, I think you all have that aspiration, and it'd probably be wrong if you don't from the early stages. But uh, you know, I've had my fun with a little couple of different radio station things when I was younger, and community radio and uni radio and experts podcast. Uh, experts podcast, <laughs> fantastic! I'm coming. I'm coming back if I'm invited. Yeah. Um, but I learnt that you've probably got longevity as well. Sometimes behind the microphone, yes, like out of the out of the front line. Very yeah. good point. Um, and uh, I kind of like that as well. So. Well, we yep. kind of like you, Ryan Rampling. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Good job. Well done. And look, a, a really good person to know, particularly if you're in West Australia um, and, and also too nationally, Ryan uh, knows his stuff. So, he does. So feel free to reach out. If people want to reach out to Ryan Rampling, how do they do it? Probably my social media channels, hey? Yes. Twitter. Get on the, get Ryan on the Twitter. Rampling at Twitter. Yeah. I've got to get back into it. Can you motivate me to get back into well, it? Well, I haven't been, gonna, I haven't been have doing to, a lot, to be honest. You're going to get at 3,000 follows Look after out. this, I can tell you. <laughs> good, another good one, Lana. <laughs> yeah, good to be back, Nick Hayes. Thanks for coming, Thank you, Ryan. Ryan. Thank you for joining us. And that <laughs> was Nick. another episode of Thank the Experts Lana. Podcast. We look forward to having your company next week. And if you want to do a shout-out to us, uh, feel free to do it on the socials and all that good stuff. Reach out to Ryan on the socials. Say hello to him. Um, Look forward to having your company next week. You have been listening to the Experts Podcast powered by Media Stable. To get in touch with the team, head to the Media Stable website, mediastable.com.au.